Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Freedom Podcast. Kent and Beverly Maddox here. We're excited to be with you today. Thank you for taking time to watch or listen. And hey, thank you so much. Recently, uh, we've been getting some emails with comments oh and gosh, uh, wonderful, encouragement. Wonderful and so, comments. thank you so much. We really appreciate you encouraging us. Got a wonderful email uh, this morning from Kenya, from Kenya. A pastor that has said 30,000 brothers and sisters in Kenya and their movement are praying for us here. And so, thank you so much for all your prayers. And thank you for your kind encouragement, those of you that have reached out to encourage us. And, hey, we'll take any suggestions yes. as well, comments uh, about how to do this better and uh, and help you on your journey with the Lord. So today we're going to be talking about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Uh, we have some leadership materials that are available that you can grab hold of the information we'll be sharing today. It's lifeoffreedom.site, lifeoffreedom.site. If you're watching, there's a link. If you're just listening, that's lifeoffreedom.site. And so we want to make all this material available to you. We have two brand new leadership books, one on the art of leadership and another on the theology of leadership. And part of that is the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And if you're enjoying this material, please leave a review. If you've purchased these books on Amazon, we would love to hear from you, not just on our social media page, but it really encourages others as you go through, which I use Amazon quite a bit because it's there in two days. We've just recently created a new library, a new source and resource that we are really gleaning from and in the days to come we'll be teaching about. So it's a, a very readily available source and resource for you. But if you are enjoying the material, by all means, leave a review on Amazon. It really blesses us and it encourages people to, um, they don't have to keep shopping. They found what they're looking for once they read the reviews and they say, oh, that's exactly what I need in my library. Also, if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, uh, one of the different platforms, Instagram, wherever you're watching today or whatever podcast channel you're listening to, please hit like or share, and that helps get this word out exponentially uh, to others that may need to be encouraged and strengthened by the Word of God. So thank you for considering doing that. We'd like to start with Beverly and one of her uh, poems. And so, Bev, what you got for us today? It's the key, because we're talking about, in our personal walk, we're talking about different keys and unlocking the treasures of heaven and what God is revealing to us and how we're going to teach it. And so I thought this was appropriate. The key. Bones picked clean, mind circling it seems. Endless as desert sky, the trick is to stay this high. Gravity prevents such altitude, only enjoyed for a short interlude. Destined to remain terrestrial, being earthbound, so pedestrian. Spirit born to fly free, body and soul waiting to see. Vistas waiting to be explored, can only imagine how much more. What's really on the other side? Can it be any wilder than this ride? Waiting for the key, only now, not so patiently. Wow, really, really cool. Goes right with our uh, talk today on the gifts of the Holy Spirit. It does. I know. I was really pleased about that. It's, it, you would think this was a prophetic book of poetry, but when I wrote it, I had no idea. It just, Holy Spirit obviously wrote this book. He did. He did. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Amen. And for you being obedient to Him. Well, it's really been uh, a journey, and I probably need to get back to writing more. So, when there's time. 
We want to talk about the gifts of the Holy Spirit today. Uh, this is a very subject that I'm really passionate about. Uh, we hadn't talked about it in a long, long time. Uh, but this is very, very important for our personal lives, our ministry lives, our leadership lives, whether we're leading a family, whether we're leading a ministry, whether we're leading a company. The gifts of the Holy Spirit is what gives us the insight or the edge, if you will, uh, in all of our spheres of influence. And so I want to start by giving you a scriptural, biblical reference. There's nine gifts of the Holy Spirit mentioned in 1 Corinthians 12. I'm going to ask Beverly to read that for us. And then I'm going to give you just a bit of commentary on these gifts and then kind of uh, delve into how to tap into those gifts and how to see them manifest and how to see them function in your life. I'm going to read the whole thing from the beginning, verse 1. No, Beverly. Yes, I am, because it goes right along with what you're teaching. Absolutely. (laughs) Listen, Kent has has had like a little um, – what what was uh, the – uh, first shot and shot that we were talking about earlier. Howard Stern. Uh, Howard Stern and Joe Rogan going today. I don't know what to tell you behind Lord the scenes. Lord have that's, mercy. That's not a compliment. Oh, everybody that listens know how inappropriate you actually are. <laughs> I'm just telling you, I'm reading it from verse one. So buckle up. All this right. is really good Genesis information. Genesis chapter one, verse one. <laughs> <laughs> and in the beginning. Today we're going to read you the Bible. In the beginning. But it goes right along with what Kent said because it starts Now, about the gifts of the Spirit, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. You know that when you were pagans, somehow or the other you were influenced and led astray to mute idols. Therefore, I want you to know no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus be cursed, and no one can say, Jesus is Lord, except by the Holy Spirit. That is such a profound Mm -hmm. statement and so much to really unpack in that. But it's just the truth. You can't even call Jesus Lord unless you have Holy Spirit. So for anyone who debates about prayer language, Holy Spirit, being indwelling, just know you could not call him Lord if you did not already have Holy Spirit. So I just wanted to unpack that for you. And then it goes on to say... There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it is the same God at work. Now, to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one, there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom. To another, a message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, miraculous gifts of healing by that one Spirit. To another, miraculous powers. To another, prophecy. To another, distinguishing between Spirits. To another, speaking in different kinds of prayer languages. And to still another, the interpretation of those languages. All these are the work of one and the same Spirit, and He distributes them to each one as He determines. I love that. What a powerful run of scripture. Well, now you are no longer uninformed. (laughs) Paul says, I do not want you to be uninformed. One translation, ignorant of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And there's nine gifts of the Spirit that Beverly mentioned, the word of wisdom, uh, the word of knowledge, the uh, gift of faith, Mm -hmm. right? Working of miracles, healings, Mm -hmm. prophecy, discerning of spirits, tongues, interpretation of tongues. These are all gifts that it says are given to us 
for profit to help us, to help us know the Lord more, to help us find our spiritual path, our spiritual journeys. And these powerful Holy Spirit gifts are available to all believers. And so you can at any given time have the ability by the Holy Spirit to function in any one of these gifts, just depending on whatever, wherever you find yourself and the demand that may be placed, you have the ability by Holy Spirit to function in these gifts. I'll try to give you just a real brief definition uh, on them uh, really quick. The word of, the word of wisdom uh, is simply to know what to do in a situation and, and sometimes that's not natural that's supernatural that's right and so there's been times where we found ourselves in difficult situations and the lord said do this it was the wisdom to apply knowledge that's what a word of wisdom is and it's a lot of times it's just a supernatural thing do this and and this will happen i think we mentioned it in one of the broadcast uh earlier but uh recently the lord tweaked uh, our health by eating differently, oh, yes. and we really felt like Holy Spirit said, "Eat this way for this season," and that is like a word of wisdom. And so that can happen in your personal life, your business, raising children, just the the how to apply knowledge, you interact with where you go yes. when you get up in the morning, the direction that the Lord has for you, whom you're going to influence, who He's going to bring into your realm, who is your assignment. All of these things are led by the Spirit of Wisdom. Absolutely. Uh, then you got the word of knowledge. Right. And that's that the word of knowledge is when you know something about a situation or about someone that only God knows. And that's a word of knowledge. And it's a very powerful gift. It's one that Beverly and I have operated in. Uh, we really received it as an impartation. By the way, these gifts are imparted. Yes, they and, are. And uh, we will do that at the end of our talk today. We'll pray a prayer of impartation. I like to look at it like they're being activated because I believe we're already downloaded with them when we come into the earth realm. But they do need to be activated. Beverly, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to say they're imparted. <laughs> We're going to impart and, and to, activate. You're going to have to reread the scripture, only the portion I wanted you to read. And I'm going to impart them. I'm not going to activate them. Once again, we are if going to impart and activate. If you want to activate them, you can, activate. but I'm going to impart them. We're going to impart and activate. That's how we're doing it today. Exactly. We are activating your impartation. There we go. What a lot of people don't realize, though, is there's different people that have different anointings for different situations. For example, Beverly and I have carried an anointing, a couple of different anointings for years in this area of, of healings. One is for uh, women to conceive barrenness to be yes. healed in men and women's lives. And we've seen so many uh People healed. Uh, are you thinking about a story? Or? Well, there are several different stories, but it really just tickles me when people stand up. And, you know, you get nervous when you're going to share your testimony if you're not used to do it. And I'll never forget the one lady um, after. This is such a supernatural story because she had literally had her tubes tied and was going to have them untied. And she got there and they were untied. So when she shared her testimony, she said, Kent Maddox, Holy Spirit, and my husband and I are pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Oh my goodness! And that just kept happening everywhere that we went. I mean, it was really a supernatural season. And I look back on it now because we were birthing Kent Maddox Ministries at the time, and the, it was just a very fertile time in the spirit. Yes. But it manifested in the natural realm. It was glorious. She went on to have four children, she and did. at the last, she would send us a picture every time, you know, over several years. And the last picture came with a note: "Could you please pray the Lord turn this off?" We don't hey, need could any, you we please? Don't, he would tie my tubes. Tie my tubes back. back. We please. 
don't need any more of these. Stop praying for us to yeah. have more children. Backs. We've seen a lot of people's backs, oh, legs grow out. And yes. these, so just but there's different people that have specific anointings for particular uh illnesses to be healed. A lot of times it's because you yourself have overcome that's one right. of those. And so uh that that's uh obviously uh straight to the point. Working of miracles. Uh this is other than healing. This is the to being able to manifest uh, I think that's a good word, don't you, Beverly? It it's been able to manifest spiritual things into the natural realm. Well, and I'm going to go ahead and touch on this because this is how I function. Um, I'm a naturally empathetic person anyway. And for years, I, I really struggled with intense um, optical uh, tension migraines. And the Lord really healed me from that. But I, when I have a word of knowledge, especially if it's about someone being healed, I will take on the symptoms of that. Mm-hmm. That's literally how I know that I, I have a word. But once that word is released, all of the symptoms are gone. And so um, right now, I've been really just dealing with some health issues. And I'm going to go ahead and release this word because um, I think that there's somebody here that's been dealing with endometriosis and wow. you've really been struggling. You're in a tremendous amount of pain and you're listening. You're not watching this. You're you're listening. Wow. And so right now I just speak that the power of Holy Spirit begins to move over your body, that your body begins to align with the perfection God designed it to work in on a molecular, cellular DNA level, and that all of your body begins to function, that all of your organs are aligned and they are now working pain free and that when you go for that doctor's appointment he is going to declare that you have been healed so I stand on wow. that word and I decree it and declare it over you right now in Jesus name so receive it that is really powerful so there's two <clears throat> gifts of the Holy Spirit that yes. you just witnessed a word of knowledge that's what the Lord just gave Bev by the Holy Spirit as a word of knowledge of somebody a listing that, yes. that has this particular situation and the gift of healing and so we can't wait to hear from you uh, please let us know because is that word has been stirring in my spirit for the past day, though, and I just didn't know where to release it. I mean, so there you have it. That's exactly how that manifests. Very powerful. Then the the working of miracles. We've we've had the. Uh, uh, exciting journey of manifesting money, yes. uh, manifesting buildings, yes. uh, manis- manifesting mountains being moved, and these are all the gift of working of miracles. Is the ability to to literally call things that are not as though they are and see them manifest. And these are all gifts of the Holy Spirit. Then there's prophecy, and prophecy is being able to predict the future or be able to encourage, exhort, or comfort someone in their destiny by speaking the prophetic yes. word about what God would be saying about someone or about a situation. Uh, Discerning of spirits. Uh, That's being able to walk into a situation and say, wait a minute, this looks like this, but this is not this. There's something working behind the scenes. Yes. And Bev functions very powerful in that to be able to discern the heart of a matter in a particular situation that we're facing or someone is facing to discern what spirit is actually at well, work. And, and another thing I'd like to address is the way that um, I was raised in ministry and learned how to operate in the gifts. It was a true impartation and activation. But 
Paul Keith Davis preached here, and this must have been early, maybe 2005, 2006, when he first started to be a part of the Word Life family, because I, I think the world of Paul Keith Davis. And he shared a revelation that he had, because I always believed that the individual that you had that word of knowledge for, or that you were praying to be healed for, needed to be there to impart, to lay hands on. But he released a word here in our house at Word Alive International Outreach, and uh, the Lord had shown him a, a woman praying and decreeing and declaring to the atmosphere. And he asked Holy Spirit, what is this? And Holy Spirit responded with, there's no distance in the Spirit. Mm. So you don't have to wait for the individual to be in front of you, because obviously I don't know who is battling endometriosis right, right. now. But you can release and decree and declare and stand on the Word and see people healed. And sometimes it may be more than one person. Absolutely. It just depending on, on, on how the of Holy Of course, of yeah. course. Because yes. I've known people by faith that the word was put was sent out and to the atmosphere and you just grabbed it. a hold of it yes. and, and, and made it made it their own. Yes. And so very powerful discerning of spirits, uh tongues. Uh, and interpretation of tongues. This isn't the same as our prayer language, but this is when someone publicly stands up and p- releases a, a, a spiritual tongue or language, and somebody else interprets that. And we've had that here happen at Word Alive several times, where the Lord really wants to speak to the people in a specific way. Now, a, a bizarre, extreme. I mean, I've seen many times of. In- words of encouragement that you know were the Lord, right? But an extreme case of this, Pastor Benny, uh, I forget what nation was was in it, but it was in a, in a, in a foreign country. And uh, all of a sudden, it, right in the middle of the service, this lady stood up, stood up and gave an interpret and, and spoke in tongues. And in their language, of course not English, in their language, an interpretation was given and said, there's a man here you're demon-possessed, and you're here with a pistol to kill the pastor. And the next thing you know, this guy walks down front, shaking and trembling in the power of God, and that's exactly what it, what what had happened. He got delivered. The pastor was saved all through all through a tongue and interpretation. Well, and another extremely powerful. Another interesting aspect about that is we have also been in services where English is someone's prayer language. I mean, language is language. Uh, and if your prayer language, if you don't speak English and you are speaking perfect English and that is your prayer language to God, don't be surprised if you find yourself. Um, I have, uh, and I, I would really love to sit with a, a, a First Nations person. I don't know what tribe, but there are very specific in- instances that I know that I have a Native American prayer language that just goes forward, especially as we've been doing all in Alabama. So I would love to have the interpretation of that. But I believe that that I am speaking a language that speaks to the land in that territory. Well, the book of Acts says on the day of Pentecost, when they were filled with the Holy Spirit, every Everyone. language heard heard in their, in their own language. And so it's powerful that the Holy Spirit has gifts of languages. Well, he, he's, he's the original interpreter, isn't he? <laughs> All nine gifts of the Holy Spirit, very powerful, uh, very attainable. Uh, it's for all believers to enjoy. Now, let me just hit a, hit hit a couple things really quick before we before we pray today. One of the things that a lot of people have to overcome is what we've heard is called the cessation teaching, and that is when when the Bible came, 
all this stuff went away. Right. And so that's found in 1 Corinthians 13. Now, I think it's verse 10, and it says, When that which is perfect is come, that which is imperfect will pass away, tongues and these type, these type gifts. But what I find it very interesting that Paul writes that in 1 Corinthians 13.10, but then 1 Corinthians 14.1 uh, Bev, are you there in the scriptures or no? Um, uh, first Corinthians, I can be. First Corinthians fourteen one and two, I believe it is. So Paul is writing to the Corinthians. He he talks about when that which is perfect has come, that then then the, these things will pass away. But then he's of course writing about love. First Corinthians fourteen one says, "You got it, Bev." I do. Here's what it says. Follow the way of love and eagerly desire gifts of the Spirit, especially prophecy. For anyone who speaks in a tongue does not speak to people, but to God. Indeed, no one understands them. They utter mysteries by the Spirit. So there you go. So Paul obviously is not talking about these gifts are passed away because after he finishes 1 Corinthians 13 in that chapter, his command in 1 Corinthians 14, the very next line is, pursue love and desire spiritual gifts especially that you may prophesy. And he goes in to talk about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And so the cessation teaching is basically saying that once we had the Bible, we don't need the gifts of the Spirit. But in reality, you can't even understand the Bible without the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And so that's just a false teaching. And so we just want to encourage you. The gifts of the Holy Spirit are for us, and they're to be desired. 1 Corinthians 14, barely just read it, it says pursue, desire spiritual yes. gifts. That word desire is the same word, that negative, uh, same connotation as the negative word of lust. Lust after, desire earnestly spiritual gifts, especially that you may prophesy. So it's okay to want to do this. Yes, it is. Uh, it's actually a, a command to desire these spiritual gifts and and and, and watch them manifest in okay, your life. Okay, so I know that we're we're winding up, and I know that we we really uh, we get so carried away, you guys. And there's so much we always have in our heart to share. But I have to tell you, I was raised in a denomination that did not believe in the the gifts of a prayer language, and I had only recently begun attending a spirit filled church, spirit filled congregation, very robust and lively uh, worship, praise. It was wonderful, and I had just learned how to lift my hands, and I was all into it, and. Uh, because I didn't ever really go out very often. So for me, it was almost like being, I don't know, it was like being in an atmosphere with without um, with, without being in a club, but there was such lively music. I'd never been in a church that had a band and played drums, and I <coughs> felt right at home, and I just had my arms up. Next thing I know, I am praying in an unknown language, and Kent is so aggravated. I mean, he's raised in a denomination that that is the epitome of you are saved, you're in, you're going to heaven. Saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. That's exactly right. And as you can tell, it wasn't my denomination. I don't know all those things. However, he elbowed me right in the rib and he said, how did you get that? I've been praying for that for months. And I said, well, I don't know. It it just came out of me. And he really was aggravated. I've been seeking God for it, begging (laughs) for it. And just, oh, it just came come out. Well, I I have to attribute that. I think it's a Second Chronicles sixteen nine that God is seeking to and fro across the face of the earth, looking for men and women whose hearts are pure toward Him. Yes. 
<laughs> it was a profound experience. And then, of course, it took me another six months of it seeking did. God before I actually got my what we call our prayer language. And this is when it, the book of Acts, it says, when they were filled with the Holy Spirit, they spoke in tongues all throughout the scriptures. Acts 18, 19, give you lots of scriptures on that. But... Uh, but finally, after I had to get through all my religion and all my, you know, mental uh, ascent to get past all that, just to receive the gift because it is a gift. Jesus said, "Ask for it, and you shall receive it." And so, what we have found is the number one enemy of the gifts of the Holy Spirit is fear. Yes. And fear is not from God. Paul the Apostle said, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. If you reread that. And go back, first, I think it's 1 Timothy 1 or 2 Timothy 1. And Paul's, Paul's talking about the gifts. He's talking to Timothy. He said, the gifts that you received by the laying on of my hands, impartation. <laughs> Activation. <laughs> the gifts that you received by the laying on the of my hands, on Paul of the said. hands and the impartation Activates what God has already downloaded on the inside. He said, of you. "Stir that up." Yes, because God has not given you the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. mind. No, there's three fears that I find that that really prohibits us moving with the Holy Spirit and allowing the gifts to flow through our lives. Number one, the fear of man. Like, what will people think, right? Well, that's pretty easy. You just got to get over yourself, right, with that one and just surrender everything to God. Two, the fear of error. Well, what if it's not God? What what if it's not real? Uh, actually, the fear of error is the spirit of error because it keeps you from me, from doing anything. And by the way, you will make mistakes. Of course you and will. This is, and this is what people don't uh, – you know, uh, wrong prophets aren't false prophets. We're just wrong trying to learn. If you want to enjoy a powerful, spirit-led, spirit-gifted life, you'll have to endure an immature one. And so we just create atmosphere so that you know we we can we can practice the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We can practice moving and following with the Holy Spirit. And sometimes we get it wrong, and some and sometimes we get it right. But as you grow and you mature, it gets stronger and stronger and more accurate and more powerful. And so this is the way into the things of the Spirit. And last but not least, the fear of deception. Well, yes. you know, what if I tap into the wrong realm? Well, Jesus said so powerfully, he addressed this. He said, no, no, no father gives a child evil gifts if he's asking for a good That's gift. Right. So it says something along the lines, if you ask you know, your father for a fish, you're not going to get a, a serpent. If you ask for an egg, you're not going to get a scorpion. If you're asked for bread, you're not going to get a rock, right? right? And it says, how much more will... The Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him, and so we just really believe that God is uh, breathing upon people right now. That the Holy Spirit is wanting people to be stirred right now. Uh, the Lord is wanting to raise up a powerful, <clears throat> prophetic, spirit-filled, spirit-led army in the earth that are fully functioning with all the gifts of the Holy Spirit activated. Uh, God wants churches, businesses, families, uh, believers functioning with the power and the aid of the Holy Spirit. And so Beverly and I wanted to encourage you that we teach more on our leadership materials about this. If you'd like to know more about that, you can go to lifeoffreedom.site and get more information uh, and more in-depth teaching. But we wanted to pray with you today, as Beverly's already had a word of knowledge and prayed for those, we want to pray that the gifts of the Holy Spirit yes. are stirred within <clears throat> you today. And the, if you've never received the Holy Spirit, 
that the, that you would be baptized in the Holy Spirit today. If you have received the Holy Spirit, we want to fan the flame and activate those gifts again in Jesus' name. So, Beverly, won't you start us out praying? Well, Father, the one thing that I do want to address is don't be dismayed by the what you perceive as the disorder of the church. The 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 church is changing and shifting and evolving and emerging and growing. And you know, the Apostle Paul had the exact same experiences. As a matter of fact, he landed in First uh, Corinthians sixteen fourteen, and his last admonishment because there were a lot of things happening in the church. I mean, he was in Corinth trying to put order, put the church in order, and his very last admonition was, do all things in love. And that's where everything in the Spirit flows from. So, Lord, I ask you today that you, just as you baptize me with such a deluge of the love of God, I ask that the love of God be poured abroad in hearts today to those who are listening, those who are watching. Father God, let not only the gifts of the Holy Spirit, let faith arise and let God's enemies be scattered and let it all be done in love. Lord, there is an impartation of all of these giftings Mm -hmm. and an activation taking place, but Father God, just as we spoke of the keys, love Love is the key that unlocks each and every one of these gifts. It is the love of God that draws men to Him. So, Father, we release all of the love in our heart. Father, every gift that you have given to Kent and to me, now release to your people who are ready to receive, who are crying out and who are waiting, just like I said in 2 Chronicles 16.9, that God is looking to and fro across the face of the earth. Raise your hand and just like Isaiah, I I think it was Isaiah, choose me. Yes, send me, Lord. Send me. Take the coal, touch my lips, cleanse me, make me clean and send me. And that's my prayer today that you receive every single thing that God has for you. Every blessing, every good gift, every bit of redemption. Let all the time that has been stolen by the enemy, he's got to give it back a hundredfold. I command it. I demand it. I decree it. I declare it. You are now imparted to and activated in Jesus' mighty name. We say let the word of wisdom, let the word of knowledge, let faith arise, let the gifts of healings, let the working of miracles, let prophecy, let discerning of spirits, let tongues and different kinds of tongues and interpretations of tongues be stirred up and activated in you now. Lift your hands right there unless you're driving. (laughs) And... Just pray, Holy Spirit, fill me. Jesus, baptize me me in the Holy Spirit, either for the first time or all new again. Anoint me with fresh oil. Stir my gifts. Fan the flame inside of me. I receive it today, and I step out in faith to activate it in Jesus' name for the glory of God. Amen. Amen. Now, I believe anytime you receive something, you have to activate Uh it. So I would immediately... Either if somebody's close to you, pray for them. If not, call somebody on the phone. Just say, look, I'm activating the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Let me pray for you and see what the Holy Spirit would want to say or want to do. Step into it by faith because God is doing some significant things right now. And we thank God that he has gifted us and is activating the gifts of the Holy Spirit today in our lives in a fresh way in Jesus' name. If you'd like to watch our Sunday morning services or connect with our local movement here at Word Alive International, 
national outreach, you can do that at wordalive.org. If you're interested in our Alabama movement, All In Alabama, that's allinalabama.org. All our resources can be found at lifeoffreedom.site. Of course, please follow Beverly and I on social media. Like it, share it. It helps us get the word out. Uh, We just have one passion, and that is to equip God's people with the Word of God and with the gifts of the Holy Spirit to live out their purpose and their destiny and to live the life of freedom that God has designed us to live. So thank you for tuning in, listening, watching. Bless you, and we'll see you again next time. Love you guys.